Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Embracing the Plan podcast. We're your hosts, Matthew and Mary-Kate, and today we're here for our full first episode. Um, it's going to be just kind of a broad stroke general episode. Um, we are talking about kind of just all things Embracing the Plan, especially as we look at this new year, 2021, in front of us. Here we are, day one. Um, so here we go. So I wanted to start just by asking, when you think about us and you think about all the things we've done, our relationship, everything, um, when we first started dating, what were you thinking and did you see us ever being where we are now and the, the journey that it's taken to get here? What are the big things that you never expected or when you look back, do you think it's been easy? Was it stuff you expected to go through or, you know, the big picture? Where have we gone? Can I take the cop-out answer? Sure. Uh, at 16, I was not expecting to have identical twin girls. <laughs> I thought you were going to say at 16 you weren't thinking about marrying the person that you were hanging out with. On Friday no, nights at 16. No, I was I was pretty sure pretty early in the relationship. But no, definitely the not just the identical twin girls, but the 15 years from now, identical twin girls. Yeah, it's going to be fun. I, and I think we'll probably dig into this at a later date. But when you think about raising girls and you think about us and the way we were at 16 when we first started dating, we both pretty much have always said, yeah, we kind of knew. And I think that's important because we both were people that were grounded in our goals and in our dreams and what we wanted for our life long-term that we were dating with a purpose. We weren't just dating to have a prom date or because everyone else was, you know, coupled up. We were dating with a purpose. And I think early on, we both knew that. I think it's kind of hard to just say as a teenager you're dating with a purpose. I understand what you're saying there, but I, I think our personalities, the way we were raised, um, made us a little bit different from a maturity perspective, from a goal and, and dream perspective. And so I think it, it was a very unique relationship that we had from the start. And I don't know about you, but like I said, a couple months in and I was pretty darn sure. I mean, yes, I definitely think our personalities played a huge role in it. But I will say that in high school... I had zero confidence when it came to boys and you were probably the only boy in the entire building that didn't scare the daylight out of me. And I don't really know how to describe that other than I was just so uncomfortable and I wasn't sure well, I what I was supposed to say or what boys were going to like do. Well, I can tell you why that is because at that point I didn't care about girls. Not to say that, um, you know, I'm not, a guy, but girls were not at the top of my priority list. Um, even when 
I was 16 and we started dating that girls and um, everything that goes along with that was not at the top of my priority list. So all of a sudden it goes from guys having expectations of you to somebody who doesn't have any expectations and wants to be around you for you and not for what they can get out of you. Yeah, I think both of our personalities and the raise, the way we were raised and the examples we had in of marriage um, definitely played into how we approach things. And I think looking back, it is easier to say you were dating with a purpose. But I think at the time, it was just the people that we were and still are. Um, but when you talk about embracing God's plan and, and, you know, just the overall plan of our lives that is already determined in the last five and a half years, or you can even look at the last 10 years of our relationship, what is like two of the biggest things that you feel you've really had to go, okay, this is not what I saw coming, but this is definitely God is in control here. If you can think of one thing, two things, I mean, I can think of 10 things, but like, what is for you the biggest? Um, I think before we got together, so we got together in our junior year of high school. And of course your junior year of high school is when you're supposed to start looking into colleges and where you want to go and, and all of that good stuff. And I don't think at any point in my mind was I ever going to be going to Tennessee Tech in Cookville. I had always thought of myself as being the type of person who would go to school in or around the same city that I'd always been in, a homebody, if you will. Um, so I was looking at a number of institutions that were within, you know, 25, 30 minutes of, of where I was living. And not that Cookville is, um, you know, a, a long way away by any stretch. Um, but I would say that it wasn't really until um, we were in a relationship for a long time and you decided to go there that that really became um, an option for me. And to piggyback off of that, the other thing would be that I don't think I expected to graduate college the way that I did. And originally, I didn't expect you to graduate the way that you did in terms of how quickly and efficiently we were able to get through school. Do you ever wish you took a longer time to get through college? If you don't... You graduated in two and a half years. I graduated in three years. Do you ever wish that you had stayed a little longer and just enjoyed it a little more? Nope. Not at all. Uh, I think that college now has turned into an experience, and that's not what college is meant for. College is meant for you to go and get an education that you can then use in a degree or a field that you will eventually go on to work. Um, even in those two and a half years that I was in college, I didn't have the typical college experience, and I'm okay with that. So 
the difference in two and a half years and four years for me would have been no different whatsoever. It just would have just dragged on for another three semesters. So my point in asking this is because we just finished a year where I think most people would say that 2020 was the year of wow, never saw that coming moments. And they just kept happening. Like every time you turned around, you were going never in a million years did I think this would happen or that would happen. And I think when you look at our relationship and the journey we've been on for the last 10 and a half years, there's been a few of those moments. Oh, there's been a lot of those moments. And if we really sat down to to write them all out, I'm guessing you could look at it and say, oh, look at this web that is um, so elegantly woven into our lives that says this is exactly the way it was supposed to be. Oh, absolutely. I think there's been plenty of things that's happened to us and I've, you know, hindsight is 2020, but six months down the road, I'm thinking, wow, in the time that we were experiencing that situation, I was completely lost. I was, you know, broken, confused, whatever. And then you look back six months later and you're like, it makes perfect sense now because here we are at a place we never thought we'd be, but had we not been through that storm or had we not experienced whatever it was, we wouldn't be the people we are today. So I'm not going to let you get away with that pun without bringing it up, okay? It's now 2021, and you said hindsight is 2020. So <laughs> thank God 2020 is in the hindsight. This is true. This is true. Um, so we are in a new year. It's day one. Um, I think we've probably all just come out of a year that's probably on record of the most trying year that most of us have ever experienced. And I can't say, I know a lot of people are ready to wash that year away and kind of just not even put it in the history books and try to forget it. But for me, it was a pretty good year considering. I, I don't think I'll ever be able to say that a year where we had two babies is a bad year. Nine days in, it was a pretty good year. 2020 is a year that a lot of people are going to want to forget, which is a problem because... 2020 offered a lot of lessons and a lot of things that we need to remember and things that we need to be able to shape our lives and our plans around to help avoid not just the possibility of a global-wide pandemic, but the ability for ourselves and for our families to cope and to thrive in situations like this. So just letting it go and pretending it never happened might be the worst possible thing that we could do, and I really think that there are a lot of people who feel that way. Yes. So based on the year that we just had, how do you feel about this new year? Like, for me personally, I think 2020 taught me not to have expectations at all. I have no expectations because I had a lot of expectations for 2020 and things just went completely on a different course. And I didn't, I learned to not be disappointed. I just learned to roll with it and just make the most of it. Um, but for this year, I just, I don't, I mean, I have things that I want. I have things that I want to do goals that I have, but expectations, they're 
very low. So fortunately, our lives in 2020, um, COVID aside, our lives didn't change that significantly from a financial perspective. And so we actually got some positives and some benefits that came out of this entire situation. But I, I don't think to say we don't have expectations is a good way to look at it either. I think our expectations just need to be modified to take less into account other beings or other entities, whether that's uh, the corporate world and your employer, whether that's the government, whether that's celebrities, um, and really turn that more inwards and say, what do I expect out of myself? What do I expect out of my family? And use that as your standard. And really, that should be your standard anyways. But I think 2020 just showed us that even more, is that if there's anybody you can rely on in this world, um, then it's going to be yourself and your family. Um, If you go, obviously, deeper than that, then we would say that um, faith has got to be up there. And I've hated the way, and I know you have, how in 2020 um, it seems like a lot of churches made such drastic changes throughout the entire year, and it really turned a lot of people off. Um, maybe not turned them off from, from God and from their faith, but turned them off from the standpoint of the communal worship the community of the parish. And I'm really hoping that in 2021, sooner rather than later, um, churches decide um, to take that to another level and try to get back to pre-COVID as quickly as possible. Yeah, I don't think the return to normal is a thing, but I have hopes for return to semi-normal, if that's what you can call it. I, um, I can't think about, you know, not being able to gather in mass and that sort of thing, because it, it honestly just makes me very sad when I think about, you know, I don't know that Derek missed a Sunday mass as a child, as a baby in the first year of his life. We were there every Sunday. Um, Our twins have been to Mass probably, I can count on one hand, in terms of in the building. And that makes me sad because, to me, that is a formation that starts at a very young age. Um, And, you know, we've learned uh, Christmas Eve how difficult it is to tame a toddler who's not, you know, had that experience every weekend of sitting in a pew for an hour and, and being calm. It's, it's, um, something that he has to relearn and I don't know when we'll get that opportunity. Um, but what are, what would you say is one, you know, goal or plan that you have for this year that, you know, either didn't work out last year or is just something new? 
So what what kind of a goal are we talking about? I would say like what is a a family goal that we have? What is a family goal that I have for 2021? Well, I think we can probably take having another child off the table. That's fine with me. <laughs> I'm enjoying my um my body and some little bit more independence. So if we take that off the table, then over the course of this year, we'll have one turning three and two that will turn one in about a week. So would it be bad for me to say that maybe... By the time 2022 rolls around, we're done with diapers. (laughs) (laughs) I'll try. I think I'm hoping maybe the girls will catch on faster with potty training, but we don't know. Um, Does does that count as a family goal? I mean, if that's really what you're striving for, then by all means, start potty training a couple 12-month-olds. I would say my family goal for this year is to, and we're kind of starting the process, but to utilize the... um, the you know yard that we have I want to really dive deeper into growing and planting and you know finding ways to because obviously having two kids in diapers and formula and all that kind of stuff is expensive and you know fresh food is expensive as messed up as that is I think it should be one of the most one of the cheaper things that you know everyone can have access to but I do really want to find a way to grow more and provide for us more out of the property that we have. And that does go along with our more long-term goals of eventually getting to the point where we are providing most of what we need for, for ourselves. Um, so I, I think that's, that's fine. That's reasonable. Um, we, there's only so much that we can do with the, the spot that we have and, and we know that. So we're going to do as much as we can on that front. But, but yeah, I agree. Well, and I think this year is going to be a year of preparation and a year of, of planning and a year of discerning where we go from here I think if you know us pretty well you know that the house that we're in now is not really the one we wanted it wasn't really the property type that we were searching for um but just with you know the COVID and everything we kind of got last minute decision strapped into this and it works perfectly in this season of our life but I think you know ever since we got here it's not been a matter of how fast can we get out, but it's been a matter of, you know, how fast can we truly decide where we're going from here so that we can start making those plans. Because I know for me, it'll be the biggest relief and biggest, you know, just deep breath when we can get into a place and say, we've got no plans to leave anytime soon. You know, we're going to be here for a significant amount of years. And that's what I'm just so looking forward to. And I, I think about that all the time so it's more I think this year is going to be a lot of discerning a lot of just you know preparation for what are we doing 
What do we truly want? Where do we truly want to be next? I'll revise my answer and go a little high level here and say that we as a family have the courage to put behind everything that's happened and and that that's been forced upon the the citizens of this country in 2020 and that we have the courage and the resilience to live i would say normal lives you said there is no returning to normal um i think there is i think that it's farther away than i want it to be but the only way we're going to get there is if large numbers of people make that decision and decide, I'm not doing this anymore. And I know that there are only certain times and there are only certain places and having three kids under the age of three may or may not help that, but I would like to look back on 2021 and say, we didn't live our lives this year in in fear of anything, whether that be the virus, whether that be of retribution for our beliefs, whether that be from um, from superiors trying to mandate certain things. Yeah, and I feel I I feel that way about 2020. Looking back, I I didn't live this year in fear of anything. Because I think for us, we believe in such a higher power and it's it's already planned out and, you know, God's going to, you know, see his plans through and you need only be faithful and, you know, aware of that. Um, but when I look at 2021 and I look at what, you know, we could potentially do, I, th- I really do think it's a year of discernment. Um, I think we have have planned and discussed and dreamed and um, somewhat prepared for the things we want. But I think ultimately we're, when you get down to it, we're, we're preparing for a lifestyle change and to really, you know, be more self, you know, independent and um, sustaining. And I think that's a big lifestyle change. And I think we're finally at the point of really getting ourselves prepared to make that leap. Um, so I think that's what 2021 is going to be for, and then we'll see where we go. I don't know if we go anywhere in 2021, but I think we're going to be ready. I would think that all of the things that we're hoping... And I'll say, I'll say 2020 taught us that we need to start being ready for that. I will say that. Sorry. 2021 is going to be a year where there are a lot of things that we need to get finished, whether that's around the house, whether that's professional goals that we're both um, working on and aspiring to, that eventually will lead us to be closer to where we're at a point where we're ready to take the next step in um, in our 
journey to reach that point of being able to be more self-sufficient. Um, and does that in, include moving? Yes, at some point. But I think most of the grunt work to get there should take place here in this coming year. Oh, absolutely. Um, so the last thing I wanted to discuss, and you mentioned it the other day, and it kind of it's what kind of made me think of this, but um, we were discussing our budget for this this month of January, and you had noted that you wanted to, you know, every month put a hundred dollars towards a charity, um, and if it's the same charity every month, so be it. If we choose a different one every month, you know, that's what we would be doing. But what are some ways that you hope to see God work through us? and in our lives this year and in our family. So the, the reason that I brought that up is that I've decided to read the Bible cover to cover, and I had never done that before, and I know a lot of people have never done that before. We, we obviously have, have been taught and, and know many of the, the books and many verses by heart, um, but the vast majority of people have not actually read the Bible cover to cover. So I decided that um, I'm going to do that. And so when I'm reading through here, um, there are just certain things that come up that make you think, well, are we doing enough? Um, and whether that's giving to a church, whether that's giving to charity, whether that's, um, you know, giving to those less fortunate, directly to those less fortunate than you. But there are a lot of things that um, very early on in, in the Bible um, that just made me, made me think and made me wonder, are, are we doing enough? Um, and ultimately, I think that answer was no. I think that we've been blessed to be in the position that we're in, and that we have the ability to, to do more. So when I brought that up, um, I think of that as just a way to put God and our neighbors first, right? God, in the Bible, God tells us um, that we should love Him with all of our mind, body, and soul. And... Commandment number two is love your neighbor as yourself. Um, not that we have not been doing that, but I think that we've been blessed and we're fortunate enough to be in a position where we can do that more. Yeah, and I, I 100% agree, and I think after this year, you know, we didn't have the hardest year like some people did, so um, I know that the charity we chose to, you know, go buy for for Christmas, that... Um, was one we hadn't done before, but I know that it meant a lot and it was a fun one because we, you know, got to go buy toys and stuff. So that was cool. I think it was, um, cool for the toddler to get to experience, you know, these are not for you. These are for someone else. Um, but yeah, I think I just hope to see God kind of continue to, um, I think this calling we, this, this, this feeling we've had for, gosh, you could probably say two and a half years now of, you know, these plans we want, this type of, you know, home we want, this 
type of way we want to raise our kids, property, all that kind of stuff. That's not something that's new. We've had that on our hearts for a long time. And I really feel like we're really getting to the top of the mountain almost at this point. I feel like we've got some more work and some more discerning to do and more preparing. But I don't think that that is an urge that's going away. And I think God has put that on us for a reason. And I'll say this too as a separate front there. Um, I think that we believe we've we've been called to do certain things and 2021 is going to be a huge step in both of those things but it is entirely possible that god tells us this year that we have a different calling we have a different plan um and so i think that we just need to be cognizant of here are our plans, here's what we want, here's what we think, and not ignore any potential um, signs or any potential um, changes of direction that might be in store for us. Do I expect that? No. But that is possible to say that at some point during 2021, it's revealed to us that um, something we're doing is not actually what we were called to do, and we go in a different direction. It could also be that we are doing exactly what we were called to do, and that is rewarded. Um, so I think 2021 will definitely show us um, a lot about whether or not what we want to do and what we've made plans for is actually in accordance with God's plan. Yeah, I'm very excited for this year to just keep, you know, to stay um, connected to each other and to stay connected to God and just to keep leaning on Him and discerning, you know, where is He taking us? What does He have planned for us next? Um, and so just to close this out, this may all seem very um, broad and ambiguous and like what exactly are they talking about, but... That's what this podcast is for. We plan to get into all of it um, and get specific about certain things and just really lay it all out there and and just, you know, show how God has ultimately, you know, he is the one in control and how he has taken things that, you know, we never expected or that we did expect and how he's made them greater. Um, so to finish this, I just wanted to say that um, – if you've ever read Jeremiah, Jeremiah 29, verse 11, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. I feel like that's a perfect verse for this first episode on this first day of this new year after such a, you know, um, what it, the word is unprecedented that everyone keeps throwing around, you know, this new year holds lots of opportunities, and I think we've all been very uncomfortable with the uncertainty of the last year we've just faced. We were all thrown out of our structure, out of our you know our daily structure of our lives and our schedules and everything. It was all just thrown away, and it was for you know humans crave structure. We crave knowing what comes next. And I think fear of the unknown is something that everybody fears, but this verse is so perfect for this new year. You know. Embrace God's plan. Trust that he knows what's going to happen next. Trust that he has your best interest in his heart and that, you know, 
all you have to do is have faith and have hope in him. Um, and this new year could hold amazing things for you if you can believe that. Um, so that is my wish for everyone embarking on this new year. Yeah. And it's not going to be easy. Um, you know, there are going to be failures along the road. There are going to be times when you doubt and, um, that's, that's perfectly normal. Um, God works through us by giving us opportunities to be better there. He's giving us opportunities to overcome those things that, that are ailing us. So, um, just keep fighting and keep pushing down the path. And like we said, if you feel like you're called to something else, then that's okay. That doesn't make you a failure. Um, that just that just makes you a person who is willing to accept that maybe life is sending you in a different direction. You don't keep pounding your head against a wall. Um, but... Yeah, I really like that verse. Yeah, so um, like I said, this all may seem very ambiguous and, and broad picture, but we plan on getting into all of it um, each week with you. And um, so that is our, I think I wanted this first episode to be that way. I wanted to hit a lot of different things. I wanted to kind of tell small pieces of our story um, just to give you guys an idea of who we are. But um we will share more each week. And so we wish you guys nothing but the best on um, this new year, embracing 2021. Embrace, you know, have your goals, have your plans. Um, embrace your faith and embrace God's plan. And until next time, this is Embracing the Plan podcast. Have a good one. Mm-hmm.